Hey guys, we're answering some of your questions right now. Hey everybody, Melanie Atkinson here, Realtor with Smith & Associates in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida, and today we're going to do something very different. I get a lot of questions and comments on the channel on various videos, so I wanted to take a few minutes today and answer them personally. And I am doing this totally unscripted. I don't know if any of you watched the uh, video with Tucker, my dog. He is currently walking around all around my feet, so um, I'm sorry if I get distracted. Here he is, in case you guys didn't see him in the last video. If I have to look down every once in a while, it's because he's probably biting my toes or something like that. So. Anyway, so the video that I have with the most views is living in Florida. Now I can tell you when I wrote and filmed that video, I had no idea that it would take off the way that it did. There are a lot of comments on there. It's hard to keep track, but there have been some really important questions and some good comments on there that I wanted to talk about today. Now this was not a question, but this was a statement. Um, the comment was as a native New Yorker living in South Florida, I have to say each region is totally different. West Coast, East Coast, South Florida, the Keys, and Panhandle doesn't actually feel connected to me. Each has its own identity. So yes, thank you. That's a really important point, and it's actually one that a lot of commenters made. And yes, Florida is a huge state. There are a lot of different areas, and no area is really the same. So if you live on the East Coast, you live in Miami, it's definitely different than living in Tampa. So my experiences when I wrote the script for living in Florida was very much based on my own experiences. I haven't lived in every area of Florida. So what I really like about some of the comments is that people that have lived in other areas have told all of you a little bit more about what it's like to live in those areas, which is very helpful. So next one, what is the beach you showed in the living in Florida video? That's a question for Jen, my producer. Jen, what was the beach? Which, uh, do you remember which uh, shot it was? It was the shot I think with the rocks and that's why oh. it looked different? Yes, that was uh, Dunedin and that was Dunedin, Dunedin Honeymoon Island. Yes, so Dunedin Honeymoon Island, a great, great beach for um, if you're visiting. Uh, it's a local beach. A lot of us locals go there. It is rockier than most beaches. Okay, so I get a lot of questions about sinkholes. I know everybody out there is worried about Florida and sinkholes. I actually address sinkholes in my video called Worst Things About Living in Florida. Now, in that video, when I talk about sinkholes, I say, I am not an expert on sinkholes. I'm a real estate agent. I simply have to stay in my lane here. I can't pretend to be an expert on the science of sinkholes. So yes, they happen here in Florida, but no, it's not something that we deal with every single day. Watch the worst things about living in Florida video. It'll give you a little bit more information about sinkholes themselves. One commenter said, I'd like to ask about the dry weather. Is there a month in the year? Generally, it would occur after summer, like in Brazil. So humidity decreases a lot. How is it in Florida? Okay, so it's basically a humidity question. The humidity goes down a lot in the winter. So January through April, sometimes we get a little bit of it in May. The humidity percentage is definitely lower in those months. It's dramatically higher in the summer and into the fall. Right now, it's the beginning of October and it's still really humid. He's scratching my foot right now. So the answer to that is yes, the humidity does go down in Florida. It goes down dramatically in the winter. The winters here are absolutely fantastic. Now he's biting my toes. So one of my other videos that a lot of people watch is the one about home staging. It, that video was really fun for us to do. It was a really unique situation where we had a house that I was listing for sale and the owner was a fantastic, happy, bright person and her, her accessories and her curtains um, showed her personality, which was perfect for her. But when selling it, we had to neutralize it a little bit. 
Now, a lot of what I was working with were her own things, and then I brought in some of my own. If you watch the video, you'll see that. And um, the comments I got a lot were about the length of the curtains and the pictures in the master bedroom. So the pictures in the master bedroom were actually hers. Um, they weren't offensive or, you know, looked, they looked very nice to me. So I didn't change them. I didn't see a reason to change them. It didn't affect the sale at all. As far as the curtain length, I would have loved to have raised the, the rods. <laughs> <laughs> literally biting my arm. I would have loved to have raised the rods and had them higher or had them lower so the curtains hit the ground. But unfortunately I had to use the rods that, that were already hung up. I didn't want to make more holes in, in the, uh, by the windows. So don't you love puppies? <laughs> I think in general, the amount that I spent on the home staging um, was very little in comparison to the impact that it made just by using her stuff, some of the stuff that I had in my garage, and then some of the stuff that I picked up at really inexpensive stores. Um, it was, it looked great. The house sold very quickly and it sold for a pretty high price. So I was very happy with that. Yeah, so for home staging, there's so many stores. I feel like all of the big stores now sell home goods. I think for that particular one, there was a Ross really close by. So I went to Ross, um, Home Goods, Target, Walmart, um, you know, any of those stores are, are fantastic. There's really no need to spend a lot of money whenever you're staging if you don't intend to use any of that stuff in your next house. The key with staging is just to neutralize. And whenever you go into stores, you'll notice that most of what they're selling is pretty neutral in general. So you don't have to spend a lot of money. Now, if you're gonna use that in your next house or you're buying a piece of art that you wanna use again, then spend money to buy the one that you want but don't spend a lot of money if you're not planning on using it again. So why Tampa is another one of my videos that has a lot of views. I, I love Tampa, so it is a very positive video. I hear, I hear the comments um, uh, a little bit about people saying that it's all positive, no negatives. Yeah, I, I was trying to tell people why I live here and why I love Tampa. Um, there's a lot of things I don't like about Tampa. There's a lot of things that everybody doesn't like about where they live, of course. One of the questions that I really liked um, that came up on why Tampa was um, someone asked, does Tampa have good public transportation for people who do not have a car? Now, this would be one of the things I don't like about Tampa. There is literally no public transportation other than bus service, which I personally don't use, so I can't really comment on it. What I will tell you is that transportation is a big concern for us here in Tampa. Um, recently, Hillsborough County passed a one cent sales tax to go towards transportation needs. Now, what they actually do with that one cent and how they increase public transportation is still up in the air. I don't have any answers for you guys on that. But if you're moving to Tampa and you don't wanna have a car, then in order to live here, you are going to have to live in an urban area where you can walk to a lot of places or you're going to have to use a car, a car sharing service like Uber or Lyft or something along those lines. Because for the most part, this is a city where you need a car. This one made me laugh. Do you see a lot of snake lizards? So I don't know if she was asking if I see a lot of snakes and lizards, or if she was asking, do I see a lot of snake lizards? Which honestly, 
skinks are kind of like snake lizards. So I talk about those in the worst things in Florida video too. So I'll answer the question, snakes and lizards. So do I see a lot of snakes? I don't personally see a lot of snakes. They don't normally show themselves very often. I do have a fun picture on my Instagram page um, showing a snake skin in my garage that came up a couple weeks ago. That was a little creepy. For the most part, when I do see snakes, they are non-venomous snakes. Um, I've lived in Florida my whole life, so snakes do not really scare me very much. For the most part, no, I do not see a lot of snakes but they are here, of course they're here. So do I see a lot of lizards? Yes, all the time, everywhere. I Lizards are part of the world down here in Florida. You cannot escape lizards. They're all over your back porch, all over your front porch, all over your driveway. To me, it's funny when people come here from Northern states and they're, they're scared by lizards because they do kind of dart out in front of you. Um, I'm so used to them, but I certainly can understand that people aren't used to reptiles darting out in front of them. Lizards are harmless. You know, for the most part, they're just a nuisance whenever they get in your house and you have to try to scooch them out of your house before um, they they die in your house. So, um, but for the most part, lizards are cute. I like them. Okay, so I also seem to get a lot of views on my neighborhood um, profiles that I do, which, which I love doing those. I'm so glad that they're helpful to people. People have asked um, specifically about Wesley Chapel and Landa Lakes. Those are cities in Pasco County um, that I will be profiling soon because I know how much people need information on those areas. I love both of them. I'm actually showing in Landa Lakes all weekend. I do absolutely plan on doing videos on those. So please stay tuned for those. I got a question that I thought was really funny and, and Tampa Bay, it's related to Tampa Bay because Billy Mays lived here. Um, I got a question that said, you got that Billy Mays hand gesture going. Is that natural or learned? It looks professional. So thank you for that. Um, I will say that it is natural and learned. Naturally, I talk with my hands a lot. So I have tried to teach myself to not talk with my hands. I got a couple comments early on that said I talked with my hands too much. So I've actually tried to learn to not talk with my hands as much. So yes, I will take that as a compliment. Billy Mays was a very popular guy. I think what's been interesting for me with YouTube is I, I've never been on any social platform or anything like that, that that allows for comments. So getting used to comments has been interesting. You never know whenever you start a YouTube channel if anyone's actually gonna watch it. And it's fantastic when they do, but it also, you know, opens up a whole portal of, of things that, that you didn't know um, were gonna come at you. So comments that bother me um, in general, I, in general, not a lot of them do. I think the ones that bother me the most are the ones that are super negative about any particular part of the state of Florida or, or whatever. Living in Florida has so many views and um, there's a lot of people in there that will say things like, don't come here, we don't want you here, don't live here, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I absolutely respect everybody's opinion. You're, you're more than welcome to write that on there. My response to that is that people want to move to Florida. They're moving down here. So we can welcome them and, and help them um, get acclimated to the area and become great citizens of Florida or we can tell them not to come. Well, they're, they're coming and we welcome them. I welcome them to the Tampa Bay area. All the negative comments about certain areas, obviously those people have those, their opinions. And I'm sure that there's some truth to that and it's their, you know, they're speaking from their truth and I was speaking from mine. So we will agree to disagree on some of that, but sometimes they do bother me because I don't really want anybody to, 
to um, say really bad things, but that's what happens on the internet. Personal comments, most people are very nice personally. I'm, I'm a big girl, so most of them don't bother me if they're not. Um, some of my personal comments that I enjoyed the most was uh, in the beginning, people um, said that I looked very pale for living in Florida. That was one of my favorites. And I think it came up like two or three times. So it's a really great sunscreen. Well, so here's the thing. If I could redo living in Florida, I would have not worn a white shirt. Had I known that living in Florida was going to take off, I would have worn a shirt with a little bit more color because white kind of takes all your color away anyway. And I am not tan. I'm I grew up in Florida. The dangers of sun damage are real. When you live here in Florida, you try to protect yourself from the sun, or at least I do. I mean, I prefer to, to, to not be tan, although, you know, I definitely feel a little bit better when I do have one. But thank you all for noticing that I'm not very tan. Um, I'm okay with that. One of my favorite comments, um, which I think was a negative comment, but I totally took as a positive. And again, it was early on, I still remember it. Someone said, um, I believe it was something like, just another millennial trying to make money on YouTube. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a compliment to be considered a millennial, right? So that was what I said. I'm like, I think this guy was trying to be mean, but I am a full Gen Xer. So the fact that he thought I was a millennial actually made me quite happy. So as far as other comments, questions and things like that. Obviously I didn't address tons here, um, but I'm happy to do so. The best way to reach out to me, if you have other questions, specific questions, and you're not looking to buy or sell right now, um, then just drop them in the comment section here. We're gonna go through these and do these kind of question and answer things more regularly from now on. And I'll try to get to your question if it's one that I think will benefit the whole group in general. But I appreciate everyone who watches. I really genuinely do. And it's so nice when I, I get a phone call or an email or a text from somebody that says, your videos have been super helpful to me. Um, that's why I do them. Um, I'm a real estate agent. Obviously it's my job to buy and sell houses, but I certainly wouldn't put this much time and effort into doing this if it was only about buying and selling houses. I really truly love educating people about this area and about the challenges of buying houses and selling houses and things like that. I, I, I really love doing that. You've been listening to the Melanie Loves Tampa Bay podcast experience. Thank you for your support. Consider subscribing if you want to learn about real estate, homeownership, or living in the Tampa Bay area. You can also follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links are in my show notes. Or visit my website, melanielovestampabay.com. See you in the next episode. With love, Melanie.